Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Make Do. I'm Tiff Arment. And I'm Julia Scott. And today we have a very special guest joining us. We have my bestie best, Tanya, who's here to talk to us about making cakes, decorating cakes, and the ephemeral nature of edible art. And I'm really excited to talk to her because it's a special day, isn't it, Julia? It is. It's our birthday. Happy birthday. Wait, I need like a, I need a noisemaker. I don't know. <laughs> it's our one year anniversary. Uh, I think it might, I don't quite remember. I think it might be like one day off. I remember Close one enough. year was, yeah, but um, Potiversary it can shift, shifty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because of weekdays and uh, how dates work and stuff. Math. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I just, so the, which means it's been a little over a year since I went, hey, Taff. <laughs> That's exactly what you sounded like when you talked to me. That's it. Yeah, pretty <laughs> like much. That. So how how you feeling on our on our uh, on our birthday? I feel good, and I'm ready to talk about cakes. So hey, Tanya. Hi. <laughs> She's here, just waiting, lingering in the background. Yeah. So, um, what have you always been a, a baker? No, I mean I've always, you know, kind of baked here and there just randomly, but um, I would never have termed myself as a baker and probably until the last few months. Um, I think we kind of started off, Tiff and I were doing our kids' birthdays mm-hmm. and um, I think we're both A, crafty and B, you're like, well, I'm not going to pay someone else to do something like that. I can do it. And um, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't remember if it was Ellie's ladybug or was it Adam's was it Adam's uh, Adam's helicopter? helicopter. Cake. Oh yeah. my gosh! When he was two, he was, was turning so, two. Yeah, and I remember we had we were <laughs> we had almost no tools, and we were on a folding table in my apartment, and we were trying to roll out this fondant, and I mean it had to have been an inch thick, and we couldn't get like this nice. We had like this giant seam down the back, and it was our our tester, like our actual one we produced. I think was quite lovely, but yeah. um, it was it was it's just very funny now to think about where it all kind of started from, and then. From I there, love that I, you made like a swatch cake, though. We did. We did a dry run. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because we never touched fondant before. And so, you know, uh, before we actually did the birthday cake, we wanted to at least play with it. I think it came out great, the one that we actually did. And then right after that, we did your daughter's cake, Ellie's cake for the Was ladybug. Was that the ladybug? Yeah. Yep. And remember, we couldn't even get it dyed red. Oh, like we couldn't we, figure out how to oof. make the red red enough. <laughs> It was bad. Yeah, no, we put so much dye into that because it was just, we couldn't get it. And now I've learned, you know, you can buy things that are pre-dyed because there's, you have to use an entire bottle of dye basically to, to get those true colors. I once tried to make a cake for my husband who loves orange. It it, it was salmon. It was really hard yeah. to, because I had like some sort of vaguely, I the the food dye was way more pink than it was red. And I was like, well, red and yellow make, no, no, they don't, they make salmon. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the things that um, as we both started doing this, we realized that the color mixing part of it is really very tricky. So tricky. Yeah, the color don't make sense. Because you're not also, you're not like mixing color. You're trying to dye a thing that has its own properties. Like it's fatty or it's very liquid or it's dry. Like I, I think of it sometimes when you, um, I'm assuming as well, just from what little stuff I've done that sometimes you also get that thing of like, well, this might change color if it sits out. It absolutely does. Yeah. Or when darken. you bake it and yeah. stuff. 
which is why you're supposed to, I've learned, do it slowly, not the night before when you're just like, let's just pour all the red food dye in. And, and <laughs> so now I've, I've learned, you know, you start the, the dark colors the week before, so they have time to sit and darken on their own. Oh, interesting. Good to know. So this was, I'm doing the math now. Um, Adam just turned six, right? And I'm assuming about that to. means that your, your daughter seven. also, no, wait, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> our, so. kids are, our kids are a year apart. So Adam's about to turn seven. Ellie's about to turn six. Yep. Okay. So this was, wait, now my math is, this was five years ago. Yeah. Wow. Um, Wow. Wow. What? (laughs) Oh God. You're welcome. I started the trauma early in this episode. (laughs) So crying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, but before we, before we move on into those five years, you said that you've always been a crafty person. What, what forms has that taken before you got cakey? I always loved to, I mean, I'll I'll go back actually. My mom always made our Halloween costumes and that's something I've very much taken on. I would like to preface, I do not go to the level Tiff goes to with her like professional things she puts out. (laughs) Mine are a little more held together with a hope and a prayer, but they are there and they are crafty. Um, (laughs) So I like to do my kids Halloween costumes. I I love any like you know, crafty, cute thing, especially like Valentine's Day, Easter, Christmas. I recently, last year, got a Cricut, actually, one of those die cut machines. And I've been making far too many shirts that can be used once, but they're fun to make. (laughs) You did a lot of cross stitch recently. She made a whole portrait of my family in cross stitch. It's so cute. I did. I did. I like to do that. (laughs) I, I, um, I knitted both of my kids, their baby blankets. Um, I, you know, I, I made a, a giant blanket t-shirt shirt blanket t- t-shirt blanket yeah the t-shirt my, quilts yeah yeah exactly um from my my husband's college shirts because we had too many and um so things like that you know I mean just just kind of little crafties here and there always busy with something <laughs> would you have considered yourself uh artistic no and I've thought about this a lot over the last year listening to y'all talk about capital a artist and you know, I, I consider myself a, a crafty person and I very much enjoy crafts and, and creating things, but I would never consider myself artistic because I feel like that comes from a place where you're truly inventing and coming up with something new. And I, I feel like I can kind of recreate, maybe put my own spin on something, but there, there are several people like cake artists in particular that I follow that the things they come up with are just, they're they're unbelievable to me. They are completely unique and their own. And while I may not understand what these people are doing, and this speaks to a lot of the art I see, like I don't necessarily understand what this is, but I can respect it as a person's own unique creation, their own unique thought being expressed. And I just think that is marvelous and amazing. I feel like we're going to have to come back to this. I'll, I'll, I'll have convinced <laughs> you by the end of the, by the, end of the episode. Um, I'm stretching out on my Julia couch. okay so five years ago i'm assuming that two and one year olds are a pretty like good audience for cakes they don't care uh, they don't care at all this is all this has always been about us like (laughs) do not the kids we could literally you know go to shake and bake and get them whatever like little cake and they would be happy yeah we totally have started doing this for ourselves yeah completely no no falsities about it at all like we're very aware that all the party stuff that we have done together throughout the years and cakes have just 
been for us. <laughs> Absolutely. But how did other people react? Other people are always amazed. They always mm-hmm. are very, I mean, so the cakes, everyone's always like, wow, I can't believe you do that. It's amazing. Um, a lot of the party stuff, people are like, wow, I never would have done this. Because <laughs> we, we <laughs> tend to go over the top. And again, because we both want to and it's fun. Um, but not everyone's that into it. I mean, come on. There's nothing like that high where someone's like, you made this? Yeah, and then no. you're like, yeah, I did. Flip my hair. <laughs> yeah. <dude." laughs> I mean, you know, MBD, whatever. Well, Just, that's what keeps you coming back. Right. I yeah. kind of, th- I kind of feel like that's what brought, especially you, Tanya, like on this giant upward trajectory in doing this because the, it feels so good to get that praise. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I want my stickers. Like whatever y'all had a, uh, episode where you're talking about like watch i am i'm achiever please i'm an notice. achiever i want my stars and like <laughs> yeah. that i was like please nope, notice please I notice <laughs> i'm 1000 percent that because i you know i don't need everyone to like fall down and tell me how beautiful my cakes are but you know a little like hey that's awesome i'm like thank you and that, that really does that gets me gets me it kind of feels like this is one of those are one of those things where you make something and you are bringing it somewhere, you're making it for one specific purpose and you're delivering it and, or you are making it for like a party that, you know, people are attending. Like mm-hmm. there's all, it's, it's almost like its own little art opening mm-hmm. every single time. Yes. And it's so different. And you're making it for like a happy occasion. Like, you you know, that at least for a few like minutes or half an hour or an hour, it's going to be like the center of, of the party. Uh huh everyone's looking at it yeah yeah and I mean like a painting you can really appreciate and like but uh it's it's not gonna be that like ooh, ah, like <laughs> necessarily or if especially if you like me if you make art slash objects that are are like everyday use items um sometimes they're more successful if you don't notice them so you like you get to be part of I'm assuming in most cases people's greatest times do you make funeral cakes? Is that a thing? That has not come up specifically. I did have someone ask me to make a, their father had recently passed away and it was his birthday and they'd asked me to make a cake kind of in mem- memory of him, like his favorite flavors and whatnot. Um, and his favorite, it was like chocolate and orange, which put together looks like Halloween. And so I was, <laughs> I, I had to very much try to find ways to make like a dignified <laughs> orange and chocolate cake, which I think I actually succeeded at. And it was fun. I never, it's flavors I never would have put together, but it was quite <laughs> delicious. So, so you made a cake and then you kept caking. Uh, what, like, how often did you do it after that? Like, did it take a while for you to Everything sounds silly when I say make cakes regularly, but like what, what she made five this weekend, just well, this weekend she made five cakes, well, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, so how did you get from like one yeah. cake a year with birthday parties all the way up so, into five cakes a weekend? I, mean, I haven't thought about it in the context of it was five years ago we started this. So now I'm having to like reorganize my brain, but, um, you know, I think at first, the first two or three years, really, it was just at the kids' birthdays, right, Tiff? Like, yeah. I mean. So we Ellie and Adam's birthdays are in April and May. So we were like twice a year. Okay. And then I feel like maybe two or three years ago, a neighbor posted on Facebook, like, does anyone know where I can get this Elmo cake? And it, it was a very simple cake. And I messaged her because it was my neighbor friend. I was like, hey, I can do that for you. And I wrote the kid's name wrong on the cake, which was awful. Did you really? I did. <laughs> oh, no. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> I mean, thank how, God. How wrong? Her name is Saga. They're from um, Denmark, and I wrote Saba B, 
And I just, you know, but it, she was very gracious. I took it home. I fixed it really fast. It was not a big deal, but I felt terrible. And I was surprised when she asked me to do then her twin daughter's cakes later that year. <laughs> Maybe she just doesn't like her kids that much. I know. Um, and, you know, from there, it kind of, it kind of took off where like, so this one mom has three kids and three kids in three different classes and she would tell parents. And so I had a parents here and there and, you know, my early cakes were rough. Like when I look back on them now, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, people. I shouldn't <laughs> have charged you for that. But um, I'm sure they tasted fine, but they were they were not to the level that I am now. And that's fine. I understand that there's a pro- progress situation. Um, but so I would say, I think last year, I two years ago was really kind of when I started my business, um, Cakes on Hudson. And then last year I got an LLC to go super official. And I mean, really it picked up a lot in the last year where I, one weekend I had nine cakes. Incidentally, that was the weekend our stove broke, our (laughs) oven broke, had, had to get a new one, uh, like on Friday. How how do you get a, oh wait, no, you're, you're in America. Businesses are bigger. You could probably get a a stove like fairly quickish. Getting the oven and stove wasn't the hard part. The hard part was something with the connector we didn't have the right voltage and so then we had to have an electrician come out i remember you calling me up and be like i might be over (laughs) making cakes in your house (laughs) you can go to bed because i'm definitely gonna be up all night (laughs) um and the electrician was there till midnight he was very 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 wonderful got it all done and um i was able to like just bang them out the next morning and i was very proud of that but um so yeah, so it, it, it varies. Like, you know, last weekend I had five cakes. This weekend I have one right now. But as I learned last week, like they can just kind of pile up at the end of the week when people seem to not realize they'll need a cake, which surprises me sometimes. Um, yeah, because I, I, I don't know about you, Julia, but I'm a huge planner. Tanya's a huge planner. Like <laughs> you're kind of aware if you need a cake most of the time. I would I think, know. but I've had multiple, many, many people say, I need a cake for tomorrow for my kid's birthday. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> did did it something happen they're like no just we just need a cake i was like oh okay cool. where do you think these cakes come from <laughs> and some and I'm, and i've kind of prefaced that conversation with like okay but these can't be like crazy big cakes like we have to kind of go simple and they're like you know i was thinking like a castle i was like nope 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 we're not going to be doing a castle <laughs> i want to talk a little bit about how long they take you to make uh like how much time goes into maybe you could start with your most intricate cake. The most intricate cake I've thought about this is one I did back in August. It was for um, uh, a client's father's like 75th birthday, something like that. And she, what I loved, loved, loved this cake because she really wanted to represent his life and his life's work. And so the top was these two molded figures of the man fishing with one of his grandchildren. And then this scene of like a, of fish of them fishing uh, what did she call it? Like the, the long fishing where you, the cat, the, I don't know. Fly fishing? Fly fishing. Thank you. Yes. And she wanted that specifically. And then, um, the next one was like this building he had built. He was an architect that he had designed. And then the third one was, he was very handy and into woodworking. So she wanted it to look very like with wood and, um, all these woodworking tools around it. And so that one took me a very long time to do because, all of the fondant work, all of like the 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 um the tools and the characters and all of the like getting the proportions of the building correctly. And I've Tiff and I used to we used to do the cakes the night before the party, I think. Like we would just sit down 
as soon as the kids were in bed and we'd stay up to like three o'clock in the morning finishing yeah. these cakes. And I just, I have, I've, I've gotten to the point where I don't do that anymore, where I start the cakes pretty much on Monday. And so in this case, if there's, um, fondant figures that will just be placed onto the cake, I can make those in advance. I've learned. So I, you know, I make all the fondant stuff that will be extra in advance and it can just sit. It doesn't, it's not, it doesn't go bad if it's in the refrigerator. It's fine. And also, I uh, mean, let's, let's be fair. Nobody's going to eat a fondant. Oh no, thing. no, they will. Children <laughs> oh, will 1000% dive into it. <laughs> we made this truck cake for oh, Adam. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the kids, the first thing they grab, as soon as the candles are blown out, little tiny hands just reaching up and like obliterating the little figures that you made and they're taking giant chunks out of them. And it's, it's you don't even get a chance <laughs> to be like, stop, no, don't. And it's like gone. They it's mean. so gross. Yeah, no. And like, I've seen kids just strip the fondant off the cake, throw the cake away and eat the fondant. And I'm like, whatever, you're happy. It's cool. Okay. Kids kids are kids. And in, in Sweden, um, for a long time, we've been big on, in general, on, on like marzipan for, for cakes. Um, but I know that a lot of like big cake artists have started using more and more fondant because it's, it's like it's it's more predictable, uh, yeah, and more shapeable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not, it's not that, it's not as tasty as marzipan in my no, book, and I think most people not. will agree. Also, sometimes it's confusing because when we talk about fondant here, we talk about like fondant, like the chocolate gooey stuff. So some in the beginning, when I was reading about it, I was like, I'm I'm so confused right now. Why are yeah, you? Yeah, it's more like marshmallow based. Yeah. I uh, I also love making weird cakes like for birthdays in my family. Uh, they're nowhere near this, even though I really like sculpting stuff. But uh, I've I've realized that baking, like when you're making more fancy stuff than just like baking like a pound cake, it's kind of like pottery in that stuff will take the time that it has to take. Mm-hmm. Especially if like me, you don't have, you know, you don't have a professional kitchen with like the first time I saw, I think it might have been nailed it. It might have been something else where it's like, oh, they have special cooling fridges where you can stick stuff in to cool it quicker. Oh, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, because, you know, you're like if like with a with the weird salmon colored cake that I made, that was just like a spontaneous spur of the moment thing a little too late at night. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I will stay up until after midnight so I can ice this cake that's for nobody in particular because everything will melt off if I'm making buttercream um although I'm assuming that it's also nice if you can like you say you make a lot of things in advance and they can sort of um run parallel throughout the week like you're not doing them the night of yeah so I'll I'll make my cakes early I'll freeze them I will make buttercreams in advance and they can sit in the refrigerator it's fine and I'll dye those in advance especially if they need to be dyed I'll make as many fondant figures in advance I'll dye all my fondant in advance that way like now that my son's especially in preschool I can I have two hours chunk in the morning a two hour chunk during his nap and then I have after bedtime that I can work and so getting you know having those small things that I can kind of bang out in those two hour increments have been has been really been helpful do you have industrial kitchen stuff like a giant extra buttercream fridge i have another fridge in our basement um that i bought because my husband kept putting smelly food into our refrigerator and i was like my cake's in there don't do that (laughs) um and so my cakes take precedent on the cake fridge he can't put anything smelly in there without my approval um so if i don't have a cake lined up i'll let him use it but if i have a cake lined up he can't use it how like, what did you have to upgrade? Like, do you have four KitchenAids? Like, what what did you have to, when you decided to do 
more like does it still work if you're making everything ahead of time is a regular household amount of of tools and stuff enough i'm assuming you have many bowls but like what what did you have to level up in when it comes to everything around i really had to invest in like the cake decorating specific stuff so the best example i can give is this week i purchased a a leveler that um this cake artist i really like recommended because i have a, a very hard time leveling cakes and that's very important that everything be straight and even and um so I, and I, I've invested a lot in um, cake pans. I have a lot of cake pans. Actually, it's funny you mentioned bowls. I don't really particularly use that many other bowls. I need bowls that um, I can put lids on, so I can make buttercream and put them in a the lid and put a, put those away. Um, do I've, you have lots I'm, of funny shape cake pans? No, no. I just usually just them. just do the rounds. Okay. And, and <laughs> um, I have a lot of spatulas. I guess I <laughs> I keep buying spatulas because I just. You know, I, I always need more um, when I'm making all the different colors and stuff. I've invested, I got a sprayer for the, that was really fun. And um, I'm getting like kind of like, like one of those like air pressured sprayers. Uh-huh. Yeah, like a, uh, an air sprayer. And so I, I did air some airbrusher. Thank you. And I, I did some flowers the other day with those. That was a lot of fun to play with. And um, yeah, I'm so- always fascinated when I watch on Instagram because they will have like, 400 little very specific cutters and then one tool to make make the leaves thinner and then one to make them curl up and I'm like this is it blows my mind sometimes it it was surprising because I kind of previously subscribed to the Alton Brown early days theory that like multi one knife (laughs) I yeah I hate hate stuff I really do I hate clutter and it drives me crazy and so I think for a long time I tried to make things work and I've just come to realize like my life is easier. My product are better if I just invest in these things. The only problem I've run into is finding space for said things. Um, I have commandeered a giant shell uh, cabinet above our refrigerator. I have a baking closet (laughs) and then I also have several racks down our basement that are full of things in airtight containers and um, boxes and rounds, cardboard rounds and all that stuff. So I could probably fill an entire storeroom with, but I have everything kind of <laughs> nooked away. <laughs> how much, how much flour do you buy in a month? Oh goodness. That's a lot. I, I go to Costco and I buy probably like those five pound bags and like multiples each month. And it really powdered sugar is what I go through. That stuff oh. for buttercream um, is and eggs. I go through a lot of eggs. <laughs> we should start talking about um, the, the art side stuff. of this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to talk about cakes. <laughs> I mean, I do too. But. So you said that you don't really think of yourself as an artist. Do you think that other people do? Because you talked about like people get impressed, but I've had a lot of people say that, and and you know, very complimentary, and it's very I, I appreciate that perspective um I don't necessarily like I don't necessarily agree with it but I I understand whenever someone does something that you can't then especially if it's something you really appreciate then you're like wow you're an artist like what Tiff does what Jamie does even what what, the stuff that you do that you've produced as well like I'm like that's amazing it's beautiful it's very unique it's very um it's from the heart and from the head that I feel like is truly unique to y'all and I can't imagine doing it so I'm like yes you're clearly an artist to me capital A and so I can see how people would who don't do this every day would view me in that way. I just personally, I compare myself, I guess, against other people who I view as cake artists. And I'm like, no, 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 those people are the artists. Well, you're also looking at them all day, right? Like, all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm paying attention to my children 
solid 10% of the day, but the rest <laughs> of it is cake videos. Don't you think there might be though, like it could be a, a scale or a spectrum where like, well, you're an, you're an artist because you don't just like make a cake and plop some jam on top of it. You do, you decorate and you do like, you don't just write happy birthday underneath that, you know, like the, you, it's not just a very bored teenager with a piping bag. You're, you're doing real decorating and then maybe you're not like inventing weird spun sugar castles and uh i don't know new chemical reactions that will make see-through batter or whatever but you could still be an artist even if you're not an artiste and i can see that like i can see myself <laughs> being artistic maybe but um i have a hard time accepting the capital a yeah, artist oh we all do that's <laughs> everyone's problem uh, i want to talk about how it makes you feel that you're art i'm calling it art because it is um that your art gets eaten <laughs> it makes me so relieved i am so glad when it's gone and i don't have to look at it anymore um because i the worst time for me for the caking is when it's done and it's sitting on my counter waiting to be picked up or delivered and then I just stare at it and I nitpick and I'm like, oh, that's, that's kind of wrong. Oh, that's kind of, oh, is that leaning? Am I looking at that right? And I'll like turn it around. Is it leaning? And I, I drive myself insane. And so I am just never more relieved than when they cut into it and hack into it and no one cares <laughs> and it's gone. And I'm like, yay, yay. Cake was great. Loved cake. Um, <laughs> I think that that's the opposite reaction that most people would think you would have. Like, you know, it's, it almost feels sad to see something that you put so much time into get obliterated but it's nice to hear that for you it's a giant relief oh, of now it's just over it's and done. I don't have to think about it anymore it doesn't need to survive yeah. it needs to like live on for a few hours <laughs> and it can go exactly I am so I, and I take it and I always take a very attractive picture well not really I take I take terrible pictures but I try to take a picture of it in its best best form best angle and so then I go back to my pictures. I'm like, look at these amazing cakes I've made. And <laughs> I, thank God, forget like, oh, this one was kind of leaning. Oh, this one had a weird thing, you know. And so through the beauty of just being naturally forgetful, I, I go back. I'm like, oh, I make great cakes. <laughs> <laughs> so something that I know that you went through because you talked to me a lot about it was when you were transitioning from this being a hobby that, you know, the two of us did together for our kids and, you know, you did for an occasional neighbor into a business and actually starting to charge for it. And you did mention earlier that it was really hard to look back at some of the early cakes and believe that you actually asked for money for them, mm -hmm. even though I look at them and I still think they're amazing. So <laughs> I would totally pay for even your crappiest cakes, if you would even <laughs> consider them that, because they're awesome. But can you talk a little bit about that transition and how that felt and what you would encourage other people to do in their business to move forward and actually start charging for their art? That was, that was, and continues to be a very difficult road for me where I very much walk the line of my side. My perspective is like, this takes a lot of time, <laughs> like baking and, and making the buttercreams and making the fondant things and and even just the time I spend thinking about it when not an active, active work. So I've gotten a little, and I say very little better about pricing my cakes that to where they, I think they should be. Um, but I also struggle with the other side of being a mom, being a parent, being a real person, you know, with money factors that 
I'm not going to pay that much money for cake. That's crazy. And so <laughs> that's how it started to begin with, right? It's we were exactly. Both like, we're not paying that, that much is, money for cake. That is that is food. Are you nuts? Um, but I mean, it's it's not. I mean, you can you can sell simpler cakes too. Like yeah. it's not it's not a human right to have an eight tiered cake that looks like Disney World. You yeah. know, like that's you, you can't be like, well, you should charge a maximum of seventeen dollars for that. Yeah. And and so I've gotten I've gotten better about scaling things to where I think they make sense for both the cake and for the situation and and for the serving. So it's been a long road and it's been difficult. And I think at first I felt guilty charging people, but I was like, you know, it was it was still my time. It was still my ingredients. It was still my my products. And so I was like, uh, yeah, like whatever you want to. It was kind of I was like apologizing to them. I was like, whatever you want to pay me, it's fine. Um, and I've gotten a lot better about being a little more businessy about, you know, this is my serving. I charge this much for serving and then I, I go up or down according to complexity and I'll generally, my process is I will draw out three cakes and in tiers and, you know, slightly less expensive, a little bit more than kind of like the top of the line. Like you want to go crazy, let's go crazy. And, um, some people, and I, I like that because it gives people range and they can pick whatever they're most comfortable with. And I'm very open with everyone. I'm like, if there's a part of one cake you want to combine with another, like, let's really customize this and create this and we can go from there. Um, I'm not looking to price gouge anyone. I definitely want everyone to be happy and delighted with what they get and, and, and satisfied that they, you know, they got what they paid for and vice versa. So. And do people understand and respect that? Sometimes, sometimes. And I've definitely then had people who have decided not to like, oh, I didn't think it'd be that much. And I'm like, that's fine. I, I totally get that, you know, and so cool. You know, like they can kind of go do whatever else works for them. And I'm, that's fine. Do do you think in general, people's views on, on cakes as art and cake decorating as art has, has changed over maybe the past decade or so? I don't know. I think with the proliferation of like the shows of like Nailed It or like whatever like the other baking shows are, I think perhaps people do have a greater appreciation of like there is a lot of technique that goes into things and they are quite difficult to do. Even I the other day was watching the British baking show, whatever, and this guy was making a cake. He's like, oh, I'm going to make some macaroons just to drop on there. And then he just made some macaroons and I have (laughs) never in my life made macaroons a that worked and b that like especially like i just dropped out of like i'm gonna do this now no big deal like without (laughs) planning in excess and so you know i think i I think perhaps people do have a greater appreciation of there's a lot of time and technique that goes into these but i don't know i think because of editing because of the show qualities and the the qualities people they're profiling that sometimes people are like oh that looks easy and it's like (laughs) That's that's not that's not at all that. <laughs> or they don't realize that like uh, Cake Boss is a show of a whole bakery of like ten people. Yeah, and you know one person will make the Chanel bag and one person will make the shoes and one person will make the cake itself and like you can't come in and be like, hello, I would like a life size tiger. Yeah, and and P.S. those tigers would be a thousand dollars. Would you make uh, for like a if if I'm trying to think of a celebrity who might like a tiger? If Kim Mike Kardashian Kim. came into your kitchen, that would be really weird. Uh, Sent oh. you an email. I was like, I would like a life size tiger. Uh, I like strawberry shortcake. 
If no Molly favorite. Ringwald came down the block. <laughs> Molly. Oh, my God. She was like, make me a tiger. Yes. Yes. Yes, Molly. Anything for you. Um, uh, I would I would I would be hesitant <laughs> to take that on. <laughs> I would want to practice first. And I don't know if I want to practice a life size tiger. <laughs> how much how much do you like uh, practice and experiment for for not other people? Like, do you, do you spend a lot of time playing around or do you are you maybe at the point where you can do most of the experimenting right before you put the cake together? Kind of depends on the cake. So this week I made some Paw Patrol characters. So I spent some time playing with those. Early. Those were so good, by the way. They came out really great. I was yeah. happy with them. Um, but I spent some time early in the week playing and those were not my first tries. Like the ones I ended up on were probably my third or fourth attempts. You can go see all these on Instagram on cakes on Hudson. We'll put a link in the yeah, show. Yeah, let's put a link because I don't know mm-hmm. my own Instagram tag. And um, anyway, so uh, uh, different things like that. Like I, especially with characters that when they're wrong, they're so wrong. It's so bad. <laughs> and so I try very, I, I'm usually kind of even hesitant to make characters because you have to get them so perfectly right or they're just mm-hmm. wrong, you know? And yeah, because it, people know what they are so strongly in their minds yeah. that if you have anything off, you're like, this looks uncanny valley and weird and it's it's wrong. Exactly. It's like, it's like with, with portrait tattoos where you're like, I can't even yeah. say what this is, but I, I am afraid. And yeah. even to that effect, like frequently when parents ask me for like a Moana cake or, you know, something like that, I will suggest or, or give an offer in my tiering, like that we use plastic figurines or a paper cutout because it'll be more perfect. The kid does not care. <laughs> and, you know, I, I was like, and I'll tell them I'm happy to make these out of fondant, but I charge extra for fondant characters because I do have to spend so much extra time playing with it and messing with it and, you know, agonizing over does this look like Moana? Mm-hmm. What was the hardest cake you've ever, ever made? The hardest cake? <laughs> most I difficult know. i should say <laughs> um okay so there's two answers one is this past august i made a three-tier gigantic ninjago temple cake and it looked great but at some i think because i'd been working on it for so long i at one point and maybe my dowel wasn't high enough it the back started sinking and it was like on my counter sinking the fondant was cracking and i was like God. <laughs> um, and so that was difficult just because like it, it was so detailed and it took me so long to do that. I think it had that time to, to sink versus if it had been a little smaller, um, if I'd had a better dowel apparently, then it wouldn't have done that. So that was, that was pretty difficult just in the, the time it took me to do. And then what happened with it? I, the mom was really wonderful about it. Then I gave her some money off cause I was like, I'm so, <laughs> but then, um, the, I'm kind of laughing cause I think it was probably a year or two. It was two years ago there was a drip cake I was doing and I just did it wrong. And th- it was my first drip cake. And I called Tiff like 11. <laughs> like like where the, where the frosting drips over the edge down it, the sides or it's, it's what it's, jo- it's chocolate ganache that will drip. But yeah. Um, and, and it's supposed to harden in like the perfect drip pattern. So yeah. it looks like it's drippy, but it's, it's all solid, right? It's hard. Yes. Yeah. And I, I did it wrong and I don't even know what now at this point, what I did, but I call, I FaceTime Tiff at 11 o'clock and I was like, I am panicking. <laughs> I remember that cake. And, you know, now it's, it's, it's funny in retrospect. So I'm like, Oh, I know exactly what to do. And I've learned that, but that was really difficult because I did it wrong the first time. And then I had to go and scrape all this chocolate that was 
just terrible on top. And then I had to try and kind of fix it with like another technique. And I just, it was bad. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, do, do you, do you feel like there's artistry in the sort of in the insides of the cakes and, and flavor combinations and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many beautiful, wonderful flavors of cakes and frostings. And there's also um, types of buttercreams that, you know, like Italian meringue or Swiss meringue are just are delicious. I primarily trade in vanilla and chocolate. Like sometimes I get a strawberry. <laughs> the kids, kids are pretty basic, but I mean, for more, when I do adult cakes, like I did a pistachio cake recently that I love or, um, Tiff's take cake with this year for her birthday was awesome. It was an mm-hmm. Earl Grey cake with lavender Swiss meringue buttercream. Ooh. And then I did. Yeah, like, she's getting really creative with those flavors. Oh gosh, they're so good. <laughs> it, that that was a fun one to do because it's fun to do like the more adult flavors. And then I piled different flavors cookies that complemented that on top. And then um, you know I did almond. I like doing almond and coconut and stuff like that. Those are really those are delicious too. Some more elegant flavors. Uh, what was the most fun cake you've ever made? I think Tiff's birthday, was it last year was a succulent cake? Oh, yeah. That one was so good. That one was awesome. I've been wanting to do a succulent cake for so long. And I think I told her, like, you're getting a succulent cake for your birthday. No, I think I asked for this one. Did you? Yeah. I was super into him recently, too. Yeah. yeah, And I, it just came out so beautiful. And it was exactly in my brain what I wanted to be. I was was able to do the two-toned colors when I was piping out the, the, the flowers. And I had, I covered up like the board with like uh, this toasted coconut in the middle and on the bottom mm-hmm. and my barrel of the cake was just perfect. I was just, I was in awe of myself. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> that cake was stunning. <laughs> Gosh, it's so good. Uh, what are the hardest parts of, of being a cake maker? The hardest parts are when, you know, the 11th hour, something goes wrong. Like my cake sinking. That was <laughs> terrible. Right. Cause like, what could you do about I, it? There was literally nothing I could do about it. And I, and I knew it. And I, at some, I actually kind of made a little piece with it. Cause that's when I called the mom. I was like, so this is happening and <laughs> I'm very sorry. And, you know, we'll, we discussed like, you know, taking money off for this. And she was, she was even gracious. She was like, I don't care. Like no one noticed. I was like, I don't know how no one noticed that See, cake was very much leaning. That's where I keep telling Tanya. I'm like, stop apologizing for your, <laughs> like, just, just push it out there and be like, see if they notice first. And then if they complain, oh, take God. some money off. I would just die a thousand deaths. I can't. <laughs> and I mean, a, a lot of times with, with a lot of art, like I had a, a guitar teacher once was like, just keep playing. They don't know what it's supposed to sound like. And I find that that's true with a lot of things. Like some things are beyond where you are like, I can't know. This is like, well, but most a lot people of can't see straight. Like, you know, they yeah. don't notice <laughs> crooked things. So I'm well, just like, and just... also most people aren't like down. I, so this past weekend I did a semi naked cake and I, I had it out of my, my oven, my, um, account. Wait, wait, wait. I'm like, you mean like unfrosted or like a person? <laughs> no, unfrosted. Yeah. <laughs> she also made okay. sexy cakes. I don't know. It, it was for a baby shower. And so like they wanted just a, a plain semi-naked cake. And so it's just, it, it's where like there's barely frosting on it. Like you can see that there is, but there's not a lot. But so every single time I walked by this cake, I would like dip down and like try to get eye level. I'm like, is it level? Is it leaning? Is it doing this? And I, <laughs> I was making myself crazy. I was so glad when it left. And I, and then when I got the picture of a cake on the, um, on the table and it looked beautiful, it looked amazing. It looked perfect. And I was like, look at that cake. I made that. And even, you know, even then I wasn't trying to like, I was like, is it, is it even? Does it look even? I can't tell. <laughs> like, 
See, I just, I just don't think people notice a lot of that stuff, I but I do. I totally understand. Cause that's like, I have anxiety about everything that's wrong and everything that I make. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like one of those things you could give someone else the advice, but you can never truly believe it in your soul yourself because you're like, no, I feel terrible. Well, and it, it's, and it's a hundred percent true. I think it's just something people have to go through. Like, so just as a random example is this weekend, we went to a, a play at the middle school and it's a f- fifth graders play, you know, like, and all that you can imagine. But I was like crying. I was so proud of these kids. I was like, they're amazing. <laughs> like they're up there and they remember their lines. And they're trying so hard. And I was just, and it kind of reflected. I was like, is that how people feel about me? We we're like, oh, I'm just so happy you're doing this. And like, but I think and, also like with, with things that like with, with, and I think we've talked about this before with social media, you can't necessarily, I sometimes get anxious about this. Like you can't control what pictures someone else takes of the things that you make if, if they're things that are in other people's homes like you can't be like well you can only photograph it from this one angle otherwise you can tell that there's a slight wobble here mm-hmm. and again like most people probably won't notice but you might yeah. or they might and and you get that thing of like well this cake i mean with a cake cake you could probably be like the back the back of it nobody's gonna see because that's not where the picture is gonna be yeah. but oh, no, but the, the cake, whole fact the that it's it's right. cake like we're eating this you're making something that everyone is eating like this stuff you were molding and shaping and dyeing and coloring like all these elements it's just absolutely incredible that you can eat it you know what I mean so I feel like there's forgiveness in a lot of the tiny imperfections it's not it, it, that would be there because it's all edible which is a whole nother level of complicated and awesome right like that to me blows my mind that sushi one that you made, oh my god, it looks like sushi, but it's sugar. The sushi one was really cool. I love that. And cake. and people are like eating it at a time when they're happy, which mm-hmm. will like boost Transform, boost their enjoyment yeah. of the thing. Plus, even even if it's a, a purchased cake, if someone has purchased a like very special cake, you also get that thing of like somebody thought of me specifically. Like they know that I like fishing and and carpentry. You know, like so that's mm-hmm. gonna make it special as well. So you're just like. And there's also usually a party around cake, right? Yeah. So there's like other stuff going on. There's decorations, there's people, there's other foods. Like, you know, there's, I don't know, cakes are just so darn happy. They are. And that's, that's <laughs> it's, it's such a fun job. I guess this is my job. And it is your and job. I was like, is this is my job. <laughs> um, it, it's so fun because it is, it's always happy. And everyone who gets it, who picks up a cake, except for this one woman last week was really funny. I delivered the cake that I had worked really, really, really hard on. It was, a, it was a more difficult one. And she was just very like deadpan when I dropped it off. She's like, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, okay. There was like, there was cupcakes. There was a cake. There was like a small smash cake. So I was like bringing all these like trips to my car. And every time she's like, okay. And it was just, <laughs> I was like, I mean, again, I don't need her to fall down and say thank you. But I was like, I mean, do you, do you hate them? Do you like them? I don't know. <laughs> this is on the same level as the napkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably hard. Like when you expect that kind of feedback because you get it from everyone else and yeah. then one person doesn't deliver the enthusiasm you're expecting. You're like, I honestly okay. didn't even need enthusiasm. I just needed to be like, do you hate it? <laughs> like, <laughs> Did you actually order this? Did, I, I know. Are you surprised I'm here? I don't. I are you just accepting case? <laughs> do you? This isn't you. I know. <laughs> Is that is that the best part of your job then to like making people happy and being yes. part of a happy day? Yes, I love I really do love people and I really do get so excited when someone's like, "Oh my god, 
Like I love making people happy, making people excited. And I love it when the kids love it. Like I get super into it when the, like, the kids get excited about this crazy cake. And my daughter is precious and like is my biggest like se- my biggest like advocate. She tells everyone, my mom makes cakes. You should have her make your birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> she's your little PR. She really like, She's is. going out like selling for you. She, I, if I gave her cards, they'd be gone in a day. Like, I mean, seriously. Um, <laughs> she does say she wants to be a baker when she grows up. She does. It's very cute. And That's uh, cute. She, she's planning it for us to go to baking school together. <laughs> what would be your dream like do you have a dream cake that you want to get to make someday um I don't know if I have a specific dream cake I think I would like to have my capital a artist cake one day where I feel like I this is this is my essence of my soul and this is my on the cake and I I think that would be really cool to feel like I had done that it's hard when you make food to talk about like putting your blood, sweat, and tears into the cakes. Yeah, no one wants put, to hear that. <laughs> put people right off there. I usually just say I put my heart into it, and they're like, "Oh, okay, that's good." Here's a signed document that says there are no blood, sweat, or tears in this cake. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely tears. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, do you have a, a dream customer? Uh, apparently, Molly Ringwald is your dream customer. But who? Like, is there someone that you would love to make a cake for? Um. No. <laughs> Sorry. Someone who's that hungry. That was a dead in the water one. Sorry. Um, I, I like it when people are just like, you know, whatever you want to do. I'm like, okay, that's fun. And so I can, <laughs> it, it's harder when people have very, very specific, they, they have very specific plans in mind, but they're, but they're actually not. And, or they're, they're, they're harder or more grandiose than they think that they are. And so it can be, it, that can be very difficult to try and like rein them back and to like manage expectations of what they're going to get. So basically your dream client is someone that says, take all the money. I want you to make a cake with these small amounts of parameters that I need mm-hmm. and just go for it. Yeah. No, yeah? That, that's what I'm looking for. When you, when you email cakes on Hudson, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I, I would cake. like cake. <laughs> <laughs> just make it pink. I don't care what it is. You got Here's it. all the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe the biggest or the smallest question, do you like cake? Uh, not as much anymore. Um, I, I do. I love cake and I, I especially, I think I like the more adult flavors now. I think I'm completely over vanilla and chocolate at this point. I mean, I, I still, cause I taste everything. I, ha- I'm deadly fear of like being distracted and putting, you know, too much salt in or something. So I, I taste everything. So I, I eat a lot of cake and, um, but I, I do get excited when it's the, the more adult flavors now. Cause I don't do those as often, I think. So, you know, Tiff's, tea uh, earl gray tea cake i i eat a lot of and um well because people gen- tend to order more benign flavors because they're usually trying to be crowd pleasers yeah right? yeah vanilla and chocolate 100 mm-hmm. percent. like and you know strawberry a lot and um but that those three are my my big toppers oh, she makes a champagne buttercream and this pistachio cake oh my gosh you, <laughs> I'm, I'm just drooling i'm thinking about they're so good oh i love all the weird ones especially that one wedding you did Oh, with the five cakes? Yeah. Yes. That was my very first wedding. It was my very, kind of my, one of my first big commissions was a wedding and she wanted a cake bar. And so we had five different cakes. Like, so I had never at this point done more than a cake at a time. And suddenly I had five cakes due for a wedding. And I think I was more nauseous and nervous than they could have been. (laughs) (laughs) But that was like a big hurdle for you in the business because after that, now you're just like, "Eh, six, five cakes in a weekend, whatevs. (laughs) It felt very freeing to be like, I know I could do this now. There was no question. I I could and I did. And and now 
looking back to how sickeningly nervous I was about that. Now I'm like, I had five cakes this past weekend and, you know, still managed to like binge watch some TV, listen to some podcasts, like nothing. I was not, I was not stressing. And that felt really that I think more than anything, my stress level having evened out has been my biggest success with, with how far I've come. I think that's really good for our audience to hear because I know there's a lot of people out there who are crafters and beginning artists and, or just, or very good at what they do and, and are thinking about taking their, their art into a business. And it it is, it's that we've talked about it so many times, the imposter syndrome, the stress of being good enough, the uh, anxiety of being able to produce something. And then once you get over that hurdle and you get to the point where you're the people on, you know, social media who you see just flawlessly doing this kind of stuff. And you think that it's always just been easy for them. It's so nice to hear that everyone starts off with those speed bumps. Like everyone starts off with that base level of anxiety and panic and, and wobbliness as you go forward with these kind of careers that rest completely on your shoulders when you are the one making it all, you know, Mm -hmm. you are producing it, you're making it, you're creating it. And it's, it is, it's all on you. And that weight can feel so heavy and it is a lot of practice. And it's nice to hear that practice pays off and it makes it get easier. And instead of it just being an innate thing that they're, we're just waiting to happen. It, it, it's, it's all practice, right? Yes. There it's, all repetition, all, cause I, I now can look at these things. I know I've done them so much. I know how long things are going to take. I know what I'll need to have. I don't have to spend the time researching, agonizing, analyzing that I once did. And that, you know, that's a time saver, but it's also just a, a nerve saver where I, I'm not, I'm not racking myself. Am I forgetting something? I'm forgetting something. I'm forgetting something. I, I've, it's, I've done it so much now that I, I feel a lot more confident about those decisions. And, and I mean, that's, that's also something that's part of what you're paying for a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're paying for someone who knows what they're doing. And I mean, with, with food, I mean, on the one hand, you could say like, it's not as big a deal as other stuff, but it's going to go in your stomach and your stomach doesn't like germs, but your stomach yeah. likes chocolate. Like you want, well, I can you want something that's, sizing, that's pretty. You know? Yeah. And I can advise people on like, what's going to be stable for your, what, what you're doing. Or I have a woman who has, um, she, her, her daughter wanted a three tier cake for her third birthday and but she was also having like these pull away cupcakes. She was also having these other things. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. You do not need three tiers of cake <laughs> like that. It, you're going to have too much food. And she and so we then talked about it. We're actually doing two tiers, two, two tiers that are styrofoam, still covered in fondant and decorated. But then just the bottom tiers cake. And I I like that I have that experience and know how that I can advise people to do what really makes more sense for their situations. I love that you're making false cake. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Because you still get to decorate it. <laughs> I, it's, that's my favorite part. And honestly, like I, I want my cakes to taste good. I want them to be to be delicious. People to want them. But I enjoy the decorating aspect the most. And and while cake fails are hilarious online and can make for a great story in the moment, you don't necessarily want oh no like monsters and uh, <laughs> weird freaky nightmarish cupcake cakes. Of, unless it was like an Elmo cake, then you do want a monster. But generally, you know, like you, you do, you want what you pay for. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you talked a little bit about like cake artists 
that that you follow and stuff do you have any recommendations for for tv shows or youtubers or instagram like cake artists that you would recommend checking out on instagram which is really where i consume my media is um ivy and stone it's like ivy and stone design she's in australia and she's 25 which i died and um (laughs) this girl how dare she she posts a lot i mean I'll, i'll be honest but like her cakes are gorgeous they are beautiful and i i am shocked every time because she is capital a underlined bold italics artist like she is amazing i bet if i asked her she would say oh no i just make cakes no 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 it's it's (laughs) it's it's amazing and um so i i love her and she frequently will kind of post uh stories of her building her cakes which i'm always very focused on like okay because she She's not spending the time agonizing like over if they're level and she can just like throw out this ganache. I'm like, why aren't you measuring it? She shouldn't have to. Like she shows when she cuts, I'm like, they're still perfect. And I just think that's amazing. Um, so <laughs> it's something that I aspire to, right? Like I aspire to like, you know, having the having the know-how of like, okay, that's exactly how much I need just by eyeballing it. That'd be great. Um, I, I would recommend just like finding all the hashtags of just like cookie decorating, just like f- icing flooding and weird. Like it's so... Soothing. Oh yeah, and the same oh, with yeah. cake decorating, where you just watch and like. <sighs> I'd often put myself to sleep like at night watching videos of cookie flooding. <laughs> like... Oh, I love watching people do cookies. Oh, it's so soothing. And we tried to do that this Christmas, and I was like, oh, "Okay, that's why I don't do this because it's <laughs> so hard." That's why people can charge a lot for the sugar cookies because they are so hard to get and time right. consuming. Yes, like getting getting that consistency is no joke. I want to recommend, uh, I once made a, a very overflowy uh, royal icing cake for a friend. Uh, the friend that I was making the cake with, her kitchen looked like a pink and purple absolute murder scene afterwards. But we had a lot Absolutely. of fun. I want to recommend Crumbs and Doilies. Uh, she's on both YouTube and uh, Instagram. She's a, a British baker um, because she also does a lot of like tutorials if you're starting out like for different kinds of buttercream or how to make things come out right. And I think that... Even if you don't want to make a business of it, uh, it's always nice to to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can be found on Instagram as cakes underscore on underscore Hudson <laughs> and uh, cakes on Hudson dot com is your website, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And people can see all of your cakes and we'll link to uh, some of the ones that you talked about in the show notes those are at relay.fm slash make do and we are at make do pod on twitter and instagram you can talk to us there maybe you wish us a happy birthday maybe send us cake don't send us <laughs> cake actually yes send us cake uh, you can find <laughs> us individually uh at tiffany armand and at julia scott s-k-o-t-t we'll be back in a fortnight uh hopefully every fortnight for at least 10 more years uh <laughs> and until then go make and do and eat cake. <laughs> let let them make do. <laughs>